All right, guys. Welcome to the Talk and Shed podcast. Uh, today we are at the Louisville Farm Show, and uh, we're in the trailer. Uh, today is Thursday, the second day of the show, and we have got Cody in here with yep. us. Mm-hmm. Somehow he's still on here, and then we got Hunter, Hunter, yep. Hunter Prescott, not Hunter Biden. <laughs> um, so. Uh, so Hunter is a. Uh, we need to introduce Hunter. Uh, Hunter is a new employee for Fennig Equipment. Uh, he uh, is from Indiana, and I'm gonna let him introduce himself a little bit more in depth. Hunter, tell us some of your background, uh, where you're from, where you went to school, all that kind of stuff. All right, I uh, graduated from Purdue in 2019. Um, before that, I grew up just outside of Portland, Indiana, and uh, now I currently reside just south of Winchester. Um, but uh, a little bit of other background: uh, my older brother and I we raise show cattle and market those across the country. And I just uh, I've got a love for agriculture, and I'm pretty uh, pretty psyched about this opportunity. Okay, awesome. Um, so. Hunter came on with us, what, just a few weeks ago, really, wasn't it? Yep, just uh, three, four weeks ago now. Cool. Turn it down more. Which one? Uh, my phone's. Okay. Um, let's see here. So, getting these tuned in here, uh, the microphones and the, the ear pieces here a little bit. So, um, so yeah, we're going to do this podcast with, with Hunter, of course, uh, get to know him a little bit and break down uh what we think this show how this show has been and uh and just talk about it so today is day number two um so what do you guys think of the show so far um for me personally i think it's been going it's definitely not a home run by any means you know the guys you talk to are definitely going to be good quality guys that you talk to but uh overall i'd say it's it's pretty good uh, definitely not horrible by any means. No, I, I think it's been a I think it's been a great show, um, and you know we've met a ton of people, and uh, it's amazing. It's amazing how uh, how many people you're able to reach at this show, and uh, and just talk to. So where try this one, Hunter. <laughs> We're having some technical difficulties here. Talk into that, Hunter. Hello? That's pretty good. Cody, yeah. talk into yours. Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're pretty good here. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to lay this thing down, and we will be good. Okay, so the show... Uh, Yes, yesterday, I, I will say, I think yesterday was a little bit slow. Uh, the first day, I think attendance was down a little bit. Now, I did talk to some guys up at the in the big room uh, that thought, you know, they, they said it was awfully packed up there yesterday. So, um, overall, t- today was a big difference. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, agree. I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if, if it was too warm out yesterday or, you know... The best day of the show is always going to be that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, probably. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot. There's going to be a lot of families come down, bring the kids, bring the wife for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see a lot of that probably tomorrow and into Saturday. Yeah. But uh, no, overall, it's been great. Um, it, it 
it's amazing how many people we get to catch up with here at this show you know we had mm -hmm. how many vendors stop in uh we had probably three guys from enduraplast uh stop in and talk to us yeah. zach barnes and and mm -hmm. some other guys we had uh dan and cody fat dan lenning and cody fast stop in yeah we had jeff worthy from yetter we had Derek allensworth from yetter mm -hmm. uh everyone the, the ag uh sean jordle with ag guru yeah. was in there um everyone has just stopped in mm -hmm. and, and said hi so it's amazing the networking that we can do uh at this show yes it's, it's awesome so uh you guys uh hunter and cody with the guys that you've talked to what's the furthest distance away from someone that you've talked to at the show so far from from either ohio or here you think um, you talked to a guy up in Canada, but I guess Canada's not too far. Right. Um, I, talked I, to, I talked to a guy in Kansas. Yeah. I talked to a guy in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'd say Kansas or Mississippi, and then a whole lot of folks from Ontario. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we were talking about on, a, on an earlier podcast how much we like like the Fort Wayne show because we get all of our local guys for sure this shows the total opposite yeah you know it allows us to this show is where products like our s2s system mm -hmm. our uh, um, triple threat system our wide drop toolbars the cornhead seeders the products that are kind of specific to us mm -hmm. I think this is a show where those shine yeah, for sure. Hey, I just thought of one. I actually talked to a gentleman from Montana yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. That's way out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Actually, also another thing. Glad you brought that up. I uh, talked to a couple guys from Brazil this morning. Yeah. Jeez. Um, yeah. They were looking at the roller crimper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Yeah. I had a guy I had a guy come in yesterday just talking to him. And uh, I said, where are you from? He says, Delaware. And kind of in my head, I'm thinking Delaware, Ohio, maybe? I said, well, how long did it take you to get here? He kind of laughed. He goes, an hour and a half. I said, an hour and a half? He says, yeah, I jumped on a plane. I was in the air for an hour and a half, and it landed. <laughs> he was from Delaware State, of course. Right. But, uh, yeah, it, that that's the beauty of this show is uh, it's one that really allows us as a company uh, to stretch our legs yeah. and get to know and build relationships with people from very far away oh yeah um I, I talked to a guy uh from southern tennessee on the alabama line a couple weeks ago tim king uh about planter fertilizer yep we didn't end up uh connecting on on those products but he stopped in at the booth today mm -hmm. and just wanted to say hi you know that it, it's that kind of stuff that that this show allows us to do yeah um mm -hmm. just really stretch out as a company and uh and yeah it's it's been great so far mm -hmm. so uh hunter how have things been for you you know it's probably been a huge learning curve um you know just jumping in into the equipment world what, yeah what yeah. do you think uh it's uh it's it's stressful i won't lie um <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's pretty cool to see it from this side going from uh being on farm for the three years beforehand um I've probably learned more in the last two days actually being able to talk to folks and see our products in person a little more set up and just listen to you guys talk to guys. It's been pretty pretty educational for me. Okay. I've, uh, I've enjoyed it, and it's been nice to socialize Good. and make connections. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a great place to learn. Um, and, 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 you know, 
uh, in, anything that, that any of our team knows, you know, whether it's it's myself or Seth or Cody or Jake, uh, we learned it from the farmer. Yeah. You know, we learned it from talking to mm-hmm. uh, the farmer and, and working through those scenarios that they throw at us. Yeah. You know, he'll say, well, can we do this? It's like, we maybe we can't. And, and then we go and do that. Mm-hmm. And, and we learn uh, different things. And that's a lot of how our product development happens. Yeah. That's a lot of how... Uh, we learn everything. So mm-hmm. uh, talking to the customer about <clears throat> what might work and what won't work. Uh, I just had a guy come up to me uh, 10 minutes ago. He says, hey, I got a dumb question for you. He says, I've got a white tank at home and I want to store water in that thing. I said, okay. <laughs> he said, do you think I could paint that thing black and store water? And I said, well, I guess. I'll see why not. You know, I said, I've never done that, but I'm sure you can, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, it's just things like that. And, you know, it, it, that's not a dumb question, but um, you, you learn those things. Mm-hmm. And now if I ever have a guy come up to me and say, hey, you think I can paint a tank black? I'm going to say, I'm pretty sure there's a guy in Tennessee that did it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> we, we can we can rely on that now. But, yeah, um, yeah it's it's been fun mm-hmm. um you, you see customers who you talked to years ago yeah. or or last year and um mm-hmm. it's it's been fun so yeah. far you guys uh uh i've been kind of driving back and forth you guys been going out out to eat uh and doing some of the uh after show activities uh yeah. where you been going out to eat Oh, out to eat. Yes. Um, let's see. I don't even remember what that place was called. Uh, I don't remember. A, well, no, we were, yeah, but it was a comedy club right across from Doc Crow's, actually, yeah. downtown. I can't remember what it was called, though, either. Um, and then Gordon Bursch was the Something brewery. like that. It's like so a brewery. last night, you guys ate on the corner. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Had yep. the outside fire pit. Mm-hmm. That place is phenomenal. That's yeah, pretty they good. Had, did they have anyone inside playing music? No, uh, no, really. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that I really like that place. Well, I was pretty disappointed. Whenever we got there, I told your mom, I was like, "Man, we should just eat outside. It's so nice out." Because it was about 65, 70 degrees At out least. last night. I right. mean, it was super, super nice. Right. And uh, but yeah, the night before, yeah, it was a comedy club. I, I forget what that place was called. The food was great though. Yeah, the beer cheese, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. for sure. Yeah, they had pretzel bites with some beer cheese and yep. Oh yeah, it was good. For sure. Awesome, that's that's my favorite part of the whole deal mm-hmm. is the three or four hours right after the show that we get to spend together as a team yeah. out to eat, mm-hmm. uh, talk about the day, talk about the future. Uh, that it, I wish I could stretch out those hours yeah, because for sure we might be here for three hours, mm-hmm. but we we talk for like ten minutes a day yeah. here in the show. Yeah, and uh, there's so much planning and and decision making honestly that happens in, in those few precious hours after the show mm-hmm. it's just everything just flies by so fast i got here this morning at like 8:45 and Worley and Derek Allensworth and Dan Lenning and Cody Fast are standing in our booth and i went over there and talked to them and but of course everyone had to kind of scurry out and get going cuz the show was starting right. it, it, it's just like dang it you know it's not very often you get all those guys and standing one, around a circle yeah. uh shooting the breeze so all that stuff just flies by too fast um but that that's part of the show um 
what do you think guys are, are talking about the most here this week that you guys have talked to? Um, I, I think some cover crop. Um, planter fertilizer has been big. Honestly, uh, the the Enduroplast line. Honestly, for me, I've been talking. Been, I've been talking a lot on the Enduroplast stuff. Yeah, I'd say it's been a pretty good general mix, but mainly cover crops, the Enduroplast, and uh, the Yetter Twisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty hard. Oh yeah, yeah. We've got an Enduroplast tank here in the booth, and that thing has been quite the chatter, I think. And then the sprayers, yeah, yeah. have been big, and um, so. Yeah, it was nice to see some Enduroplast reps here mm-hmm. and, and and talking about that. Um, yeah, so I, I don't think there's any one product. You know, I've talked a lot about anything from planter fertilizer to um, I've talked a lot about the Valmar cover crop seeder, a little bit about the Y drop toolbar, and uh, yeah, overall, overall, it's it's been a very good show, very good show. Yeah, it's a yeah. uh, live display has been pretty popular as well yes mm-hmm. yeah the the blockage monitors with the red balls and stuff um have have been pretty good that is an, a a super big attention grabber oh for yeah sure. oh yeah Devin made that display you know we wanted something to show off our ability to make planter fertilizer brackets and then show off the tt 300 stainless tubes with the uh with the uh, blockage monitors and that that thing's done a very good job of doing that so yeah for sure um hunter hunter is our guest today so let's dig in a little bit more on hunter Mm -hmm. we're gonna pick on him that's scary (laughs) um so what uh you're obviously from indiana like we've already said but uh let's talk about your your territory um what you know what you're going to do or you know what areas you're, you're planning to work in obviously um, cody and i yeah. know but let's i guess i'm gonna try to utilize my resources from uh my days at purdue and just growing up in the cattle industry i mean i've got friends here there and everywhere uh northern indiana northwest uh southern indiana all the way down to posey county uh there's a handful here and there in illinois and then uh southwest ohio i think is is a good area i need to work on pretty good um yeah it's just uh the possibilities are endless yeah they really are um yeah it's uh uh as many of you know kevin tushlog uh he worked out of richmond and he covered a lot of indiana for a long time and uh he is now helping a farmer in that area right yeah close close that that area so he he still helps us a little bit he's kind of selling part-time but he he's mainly full-time uh helping that farmer uh he got an opportunity there so uh he's kind of moved on we're always going to uh uh keep kevin in our back pocket utilize him when we can um and pick on him as often as we can Mm -hmm. but uh you know uh hunter is going to not necessarily uh replace kevin because we know that would take an army of people to do um <laughs> but instead he's just going to help cover the, the indiana uh territory mm-hmm. so um yeah you're right the option is endless you know a lot of the things that keep me awake at night are you know are we doing enough um and the the opportunities mm-hmm. are endless so as the clock ticks there there's a sale made for every tick of the clock and it's how many of them are you going to get right. you know for for every sale and yeah, connection that you make today 
how many did you miss right and why did you miss them because you did miss some mm -hmm. everyone does yeah. you know did, did 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 you not give him your number and he walked away and went to another booth or mm -hmm. or were, were you on the phone and you missed his call right and he made or did you not send that email fast enough or right. what is it because you're always going to miss them so i always what keeps me up at night is you know are, are we getting enough information to the customer are is the sales team equipped to uh, answer the questions and and respond to the emails and and have the estimates to the customer so that the customer has the ability to pull the trigger right because if we don't send the estimate he cannot pull the trigger there's just nothing to pull the trigger on right so that's what keeps me up at night the the options are endless uh, you know Cody and I uh, and, and even before Cody um, you know I, I did a lot of road traveling just beating on doors and using the resources uh like like what you've got and and pretty soon you end up meeting so many awesome people uh that uh you know pretty soon you've got a circle of, mm -hmm. of some of the best farmers the best people that you could just ever run into mm -hmm. and and pretty soon they're friends pretty soon uh, hey, they need a Salford, and and the ball just rolls and, yeah. and keeps snowballing and snowballing. Uh, but yeah, the options are endless, and and it's that's a double-edged sword because it's great because you know every day you can wake up and and go do more. Yep. But it's on the flip side, it'll wear you out too mm -hmm. because of the fact that you can run and run and run and never see the end of it. And and sometimes you don't know when to stop, mm -hmm. and so it, it's it's a fine line to walk of uh how, how far you want to push it right because uh it can it can wear you down too if you want to chase it because mm -hmm. it, it it's literally endless i mean y you guys have seen the crowd here today you can imagine if if you could put a red dot on every pickup truck how it would expand across the country back to their home farm good luck going to all them dots yeah it'd become pretty overwhelming <laughs> you ain't gonna do it no, i no, mean no. <laughs> i mean it, it, we won't even get to all the dots in ohio and indiana and that's where we're based yeah you know and uh so that's that's the challenge but uh you know we're creeping up on the end of february um we're going to start getting to the point where uh inventory and availability is starting to become an issue yeah i put it in order today they kicked back hey these were on back order until mid-march which mid-march is doable but here in a few weeks that that back order date will turn into april and then we're going to start getting in trouble then it'll start getting bad so um but you know we're loaded up on a lot of inventory and uh and so i i think things will be good um yeah so um how old are you hunter uh, I'm 25, almost 26. Young, young, yeah. super young. How old are you, Cody? 29. 29, yeah. Yeah, you're old, too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you went to Purdue. Yep. Okay. Um, why? <laughs> That's a good – actually, you know what? And they wouldn't let you in Ohio State, would they? <laughs> no, actually, it does have to do with Ohio State Buckeye football, though. Oh, okay. I will say you might. You two might might beat me for this, but uh, no, actually, when I was an eight, one of the – deals that really sealed it for me uh i was actually i went to the ohio state purdue game when i was in eighth grade and the overtime when they blocked the field goal i was there for that when they rushed the field yeah i was like this is pretty cool i kind of want to go to school here and then also my older brother he went to purdue as well and yeah we've had several family members and 
I was an AGR while I was there, and that was another key factor of what drove me to want to go to Purdue. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I made some of the best friends of my life there, for sure. I know that's scary, right? I was also <laughs> there for the forty nine twenty game too. You were in AGR, yeah. <laughs> God, I wish I'd known that sooner. <laughs> I know, right? You wouldn't have hired me, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. Well, that's cool. I was an AGS. Okay, you poor guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Hmm. Okay. Well, cool. Um, yeah, I, Kevin, of course, went to Purdue, too. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I. And once you start to know a couple Purdue guys, you just can pick them out. You yeah, know, they're a unique breed, right? They yeah. are. It's yeah. like, yeah. There, yeah. There's one right there. Yep. See, look. look well, there he is. I mean, my wife went to Purdue. So, right. Yeah. yeah. I know. She mm-hmm. was there at the same time I was. Yeah. Yep. 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 She mm-hmm. was on the judging team, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but clearly she didn't learn a whole lot about evaluating men. <laughs> Easy now. Easy <laughs> now. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Talk shoot. about it. Just a blow. Don't they, work on, time. don't they work on decision making and not the judging team? <laughs> they do team? not. Okay, I see. Not there. Okay. <laughs> I it know was, their coach. Yeah, it was a big deal at Ohio State. We had to work on making good decisions. Oh, uh, shoot. She picked a winner, that's for sure. She did. <laughs> um, Never yeah. a dull moment. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I think, you know, um, like we said, the, the options are endless, and I, I think it'll be um, – I think you're catching on. Like I'm trying to. Yeah, I mean, I think you're asking the right questions. You're, you're, you're talking and, and listening to customers, and, you know – you don't you don't ever i tell cody all the time you don't ever have to know uh anything you don't have to know anything you just got to know where to find the information exactly that's, that, it. that's half the battle right there yeah. and i mean and like you said the questions that's a i guess for, for me that's been the hardest thing to uh figure out what what kind of questions that i need to ask the customer to find out what, sure. what i can do best for them right yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know i think that we have put together a pretty awesome team to where everyone has got support. Yeah, you I know, agree. no matter what it is that you need, uh, if it, you're going to be able to find it, you know, yeah, the answer or the solution, whether it's our internal team, you know, talking the the girls in the office or dad mm-hmm. or shop guys, or whether it's our reps, you yeah. know, uh, Gunkelman and Worley mm-hmm. and those kind of guys. I think. Uh, no matter what, um, we everyone a lot of people have our backs. Yeah, for support. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's a big deal. Yeah, and he met Jeff Worley yesterday morning. Okay. Uh, so we were up there and we we were shooting the shooting the breeze with Jeff. Yeah. Uh, you know how that goes. So you right. Sit up there and talk to him for days. But, right. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we attempted to go see Gunkelman this morning, but he wasn't in the he wasn't in the booth yet. He was sleeping. I guess. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yep. So. Well, we'll get to see them tonight. Mm-hmm. We're going to a uh, an event after the show um, up there at the Salford booth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk with Lee. I need to pin him down. We want need to do a podcast with old Lee. Absolutely. Um, and uh, and meet with some of the uh, YouTube superstars. I guess Larson's will be there, and, yeah. and Brian's farming, I think, mm-hmm. and and some other guys. So that'll be interesting. But um, yeah, yeah. Overall. Um, you know, I think everyone uh, so far is having a pretty dang good show. Seth sold that spreader yesterday. Yeah, yeah, he had a yep. good day. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, 
uh, we took a BBI spreader up there to the Salford booth for display, and and uh, some guy from down around here, Hopkinsville. Hopkinsville. Yep. Uh, is going to take that spreader home here from the show. Mm-hmm. So that that's a good deal. Yep. That's yep. a real good deal. And then uh, I actually priced it to a guy that's across the pond here, and uh, or, well, I guess across, across the pond, across the snake. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Across the snake, and uh, he's he's looking at trading in his Chandler. Oh, okay. So on, on basically the exact same spreader. Really. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked to him yesterday. So. Yep. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I actually went to Purdue with his sister. So. I see. That helped. Yeah, I see. Yeah, Austin Miles. I sold him some uh, twisters, wide drop bars. I know Austin white. Miles. Yeah, yeah, they uh, rate show steers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. Hmm. Yeah, it's a small world. You start running into farmers and and talking to them. It's it's small. It, it is. It's unbelievable. Uh, we all we all seem to know each other, um, somehow. Mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, <clears throat> what. Uh, what what do you think has been the the biggest challenge uh trying to to transition from what you were doing to to equipment um i would say that's a really good question actually um i'd say for me i mean just figuring out the best questions to ask um trying to learn the products as best as possible and and i guess understand it from the farmer's point of view like from a practical standpoint um and then from our standpoint as well i mean just just trying to make it all work and uh figure out what all we exactly sell um and yeah. uh who to call yeah exactly when you know you're ordering everything and checking on new inventories it's just a the juggling juggling oh, act yeah. is big There's, yeah yeah you yeah it, it's definitely juggling, you know, because there's not one person to call. There's several, oh, you yeah. know, and there's, yeah, it, it it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. But it, like I said, the support's there, and, and eventually it'll... It'll click. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, I'd say, like, I mean, I know I can call either one of you guys, mm-hmm. uh, your dad, any of the right. ladies at the office. Um, I mean, it's just the resources are there. I mean, Jeff, before I met him, mm-hmm. I, called, I probably had five or six phone calls with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Woody from FDS, he's yep. been a good help. Um, yep. I haven't talked to Gunkelman yet. Okay. But, um, yep. And then uh, Zach Barnes actually was on the phone with him the other day. Yeah. He said this was going to be his first farm show he's ever attended. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Huh. I'll be dang. Um, so, uh, what do you like doing to kill time when you're not working? <sighs> That's a... Uh, you might think I'm crazy, but uh, the uh, my cat the show cattle business takes up most of my free time. Sure. Um, well, it's not really free time. I mean, it's a full on business. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I travel all over the country. I was in Oklahoma City actually before I started. Yeah. Um, we come down here to Louisville in November for North American. Yep. Uh, junior nationals all over the country, and uh, a lot of times I don't attend those because they're far away. And my brother's out of he's not teaching in the summers, so uh, sure he goes out and does that, and I stay home and hold down the fort and try to make everything work and get ready for our sale in the fall i see so you guys yep. are probably cabin right now yeah we're, we're right in the middle of that and hot and heavy and it's it's a lot to a lot to think about and keep on top of i see so i'm busy i'm yeah. definitely not not lacking for <laughs> for anything to do yeah i, I can imagine <laughs> but no outside of that i mean it's i like to see my friends as much as i can which you have not you have friends i do have a few friends i know that's hard to believe <laughs> Indiana went to Purdue. Oh, ah, it's crazy, right? Right. It is. Right. That's good. Uh, no, I try to. I do my best. Uh, I mean, I, I've 
I'm pretty fortunate. My friends from growing up, we, we stay in contact pretty good. and That's good. I mean, it's kind of nice there. You know, I'm not that far away from there, so. Yeah. But it is tough. They're, you know, they're like you guys are all married and mm-hmm. having kids and. Getting old. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. We're all 25, 26 now, and you got to think about those things. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> At least should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. So, well, that's cool. So, you probably go to a lot of the shows and stuff. Yeah. I was actually in Columbus uh, last, the week, last weekend and in Springfield the week before. Sure. Uh, we get into here, there, and everywhere pretty well. Yeah. But, Yep, and uh, we'll be at Ohio Beef Expo and, you know, Hoosier Beef Congress, State Fairs. Yeah. One thing after another. How many cows? Uh, I think last time I checked, and I mean, it doesn't seem like that many, but we're up to 23 cows and uh, bred heifers now, and then uh, we've got another seven replacements at home that, I mean, and our biggest limiter is just real estate. I mean, we 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 don't have a whole lot to work with, but we do the best we can, and sure. But we uh, we sell around forty head, I think, is what we moved this year. Sure, um, and all over the country. I mean, I think Wisconsin was our farthest heifer we sold. But uh, yeah, no, we've got a lot of good resources there, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's a little cross cross selling there. But uh, now the nice thing is, and actually, uh, so I heard about this job from your uncle Todd. Mm-hmm. He called me, and that had to do because they've leased some bulls for my brother and I, and we sold a handful of heifers for them now. So it's been a good relationship, and I thought, heck, why not? Sure. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Yep, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah, um, you know, having having employees, it, there there's something to do with like 4H. Yeah, and, and employees. Mm-hmm. A lot of our employees have been in 4H before. Oh yeah, like in the past, and it, you know, I think that's definitely a big deal uh, when it comes to building character and and leadership. Oh, I agree. And it, yeah, it's uh. 4-H is a big deal. I mean, it takes a takes a lot to sit there and care for an ant, something, an, a living thing that, I mean, you have to provide it for all its needs. I mean, right. I mean, it's no different than a kid, but yeah, you learn a lot. I mean, especially when you're eight years old and you're right. in charge of feeding and watering your calf or pig, whatever it might be. But yeah, you learn a lot of life life values and lessons that way. And I mean, a lot of a lot of my customers that buy cattle from us, I mean, they farm as well. So sure. I mean, it's it's a little bit of both. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's. Uh, it's fun too. Uh, I play around in the cattle world a little bit too, and it's fun to be able to help those kids as well. Oh yeah, you know, because you know you were in those shoes at one time. Yeah, sure. it, it is fun to to assist, maybe help with a little showmanship, and and watch a kid grow. Oh yeah, you know, to go from someone who can barely hold on to the calf and the stick at the same time to to someone who's out there uh, playing for division and showmanship. Oh yeah, you know that that's a cool deal to watch, and that's that's really fun. Uh, maybe knowing that you might have had a little hand in that. Yeah, um, no, I'd agree. Like, I, actually, I, there's a kid that he's he's a freshman at Purdue now, and. I'm <laughs> whatever you feel about that but hey <laughs> i don't have here. anything against <laughs> no, Purdue. So, we, so we grew up with him and he's like our little brother and uh you know i don't want to say that i helped him that much with showmanship but sure. he won uh overall show, beef showmanship at state fair and i think he was reserve overall in the all-around competition as well so that was pretty cool for his last year cool. yeah yeah just a uh, cool yeah. thing though yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome in the whole deal uh i i I really like the showmanship side. Oh yeah, uh, it, it just it just takes a lot of a lot of different things out of the equation. Yeah, it's um, all about you. Yeah, and it's fun. It's just really fun to watch a kid develop 
and, and <laughs> the coolest part is, is you know, before they go into the ring, you'll, you'll be like, hey, make sure that, that you loin them or make sure you look at the judge more or yeah. try to smile. And then you get out there and they're in the ring and you watch them and they're doing those things. Yeah. And you can see it run through their head and you're like, yes, you know, <laughs> you told them to do that. Yep. And, and they're, you are literally playing in their mind right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's it's fun. Yeah, we have a we have a customer that he just lives two miles from my brother and I, and he's one of my brother's students as well. And I mean, I've been working with him on showmanship as much as possible. And it's teenagers; they usually don't listen all that well. But I'll, I'll give him one thing: he's listened. And uh, like you said, I mean, it's kind of cool to see it. The gears start turning in their head when they actually like, oh, he's not full of it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. whenever they see it click, like yeah. that's the best. And a lot of times. Uh, I'll, I'll be talking with the parents and they'll be like yeah i just can't get him to to look at the judge well a lot of times and i learn it more and more from my kids though they don't listen to the parents no but when an outsider comes in and gives some tips boom yeah. all of a sudden they start doing it yep um it's just funny you know it it, everyone's that way i think when you're a young kid uh, so when you're an outsider and, and can help, I think that goes a long way uh, rather than the parents. Oh, for sure. sure. Yep. So, yeah, it's fun. Yep, 4-H is, is a big deal, and I I, I hope to, to uh, keep keep my kids in it or get them involved in it, I should say, and and uh, have a lot of fun doing that. But I, I'm a little partial to the pigs right now, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I got some Berkshires at home. Oh, they're, they're pretty sweet. I like them jacked up ears mm -hmm. especially get some notches in them they oh, look yeah. pretty sweet oh yeah i'd agree black and white pigs they're pretty <laughs> slick mm -hmm. yep i traveled over there to brady newhouses there oh you know brady i, I can't say i know him real well okay. but i mean yeah uh i got some pigs from him and uh i need a few more but uh yeah yeah, he's a good guy, real good guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I met him, met him for the first time there a few weeks ago. Yeah, he's got really high quality show hogs and uh, runs a really good farm operation too. Yeah, yeah. We uh, went to the farm and I, I'm pretty sure that's the first time I had ever been there. Uh, but there was a gilt. She was a, a short sighted gilt that was a no sale on a sale. And uh, for my boys being four and five, that's the kind of stock I'm after. Yeah, the no sales, but. I'm going to try to see if we can't breed her. I want the boys to be involved with uh, raising and breeding pigs, you know, oh, yeah. a, a pig to experience that. Yeah, it's important. So, so I think doing playing around with hogs now uh, while they're young, someday we'll get to the cattle, but they're plenty young for that right oh, now. Oh, yeah. I mean, so. some, some folks, they do. They start showing cattle when they're about four years old, but I, you know, they can be a little rough, and it's not very often that you can get a calf that's that broke. Right, right. Whereas a hog, I mean... It's a lot smaller, a lot easier right. to work with, and mm -hmm. yeah, definitely important to see the whole yeah cycle of life. Oh yeah, yeah, they they've seen that. They're yeah, they're already trying to figure out which hogs getting butchered and which ones not. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, my my oldest boy he claims he's going to show a calf this year at the fair. So oh, I really yeah, I don't know how that's going to work, but he's pretty confident. In hey, it. if there's a will, there's a way. So yeah, yeah, so. Um, what time is it? Yeah, we're probably going to have to keep rolling. Um, what else do we need to know about Hunter on this podcast? Oh, I, I don't know. I can't think of anything else that off the top of my head, really. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you. I think uh, I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity there to have, and um, 
so far we've been having a good show and we thought we'd slip into the trailer here quick for a quick podcast Mm -hmm. and uh keep everybody up to snuff on on what we're doing uh next week we're going to load up some jnm applicators maybe head them to michigan for cody yep uh the shop guys were out doing a planner today um what else um had had some uh had a salford tool show up wednesday that's that's retailed and yeah, that's uh, to one show up Tuesday too, or Monday or Tuesday. That's one. the one I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's a twelve thirty one. Yeah, I think it's us. That's retail. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Other than that, it's just been uh, been busy and and keeping things rolling. Yep. Yeah, just trying to stay with all of it. I mean, you talk to so many people, and it's like, all right, did I? do everything that i needed to do right. like you said like i know did i let them fall through the cracks oh i know i go to bed at night and i i'm like oh man did i order that or didn't i order it oh shoot did i ship it to his place or my place and it's did like I, did what? i turn the order in did, was that a 24 they? row planner oh no 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 it's 16 oh wait wait yeah 24 yeah yeah for sure it's like just order 24 of them that way you're good <laughs> yeah Adam, I only ordered sixteen uh, of these. Oh, okay. Well, oh, you got I, eight extra. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yep. It, it, that that is. I mean, in a day a day like today, we'll talk. We'll all talk to twenty, thirty people easily. Oh yeah. I and, mean, uh, it's, it, it's it's unreal. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, and then the phones ringing, text messages are coming in, and the office is taking calls right now. Yeah. So it, it's it's a lot, but mm-hmm. it's endless. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It is. So, we are going out to eat tonight with uh, Jeff Worley. We're yep. going to guy for however you say that. Yeah, the guy yeah. with the white hair that cooks. Yeah. Flavor Town, the Mayor yeah. of Flavor Town. Yeah. Yep. So mm-hmm. we're going there tonight. So that'll be good. Mayor, Mayor of Flavor Town. Yeah. Isn't that where them Kentucky boys are from, or, or uh, is that Flower Town? I think it's Flower Town. Whatever. It could be yeah, Flavor Town. Maybe Guy Fieri's the actual mayor of their town. Who we, knows? We met some guys, uh, guys from here in Kentucky, and the, there were who we, we met them at PBR Bar. And I think we, I think we had a little bit too much fun with them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning into the podcast, and uh, we'll catch up on the next one. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank See you. Ya.